G'day everyone, this is Simon from Chaos Divine, this is Propcast. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host Dario and uh, just about one and a half years after our last uh, chat we have the guys from Chaos Divine again uh, here through Skype on the show. This time it's not only Ryan and Mike, it's also Simon and the new guy yeah. in the back. <laughs> Tim, right? <laughs> the new drummer. Hi guys, great to have you on the show. How have you, how have you been doing? Good, yeah, been doing well. Pretty good. Yep. Yeah. Keeping busy. Well, um, yeah, I just, uh, as I just said, we last uh, year around Easter, we actually had a nice talk, uh, and that was with the, with the first new single that dropped <laughs> back then. And uh, yeah, we've kind of been waiting for album news since then and you i just listened to the episode again and you you were like yeah towards the end of the year and stuff and now it's uh uh it's already october 2020 a year more than a year later what happened guys i mean now now finally we know that the new album is gonna be called legacies it's out um at the same day this episode drops actually um so, uh, but but it looked a little bit like there was a there was a holdup um, in the process. Yeah, right. we meant this year, not last year. <laughs> Just to clear that up. I <laughs> know <laughs> uh, we had every intention to release uh, at the end of last year, but uh, we didn't do what we were supposed to do, and then COVID started, and then everything just slowed down. So, uh, so now we'd, we'll give it another go. Go this year. What well, has to come out now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's no turning back now, right? <laughs> We're also waiting for the singer to bloody finish what he's doing. So, yeah, that didn't help. He's not here to defend himself right this second. So, yeah, we'll blame everything on him. Um. Yeah, he's he's probably uh, off with his family, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's kid time. It's kid getting kids to bed time, so that's probably where he is. Yeah, for for us, it's uh, midday here in in Munich, um, and you guys still have uh, the sun up at this this time of day. Uh, what, what time is it? Six, seven, six o'clock. Yeah, six, six o'clock. Yeah. It's, uh, like it's at seven o'clock it already starts to get dark here in munich it's like yeah um autumn is here and uh, the new album of chaos divine is around the corner as i said it's called legacies uh first things first it's got a really cool cover artwork but that was not the first one you teased what happened there guys would you uh enlighten us yeah um we wanted to use some other artwork that was um, referenced from another artist, and it just we just didn't we just didn't work out. Like we didn't we couldn't get hold of the the um, the license to use it the way we wanted to, and then there were some complications that came up with it. So 
Yeah, we kind of just beat the bullet and go, all right, we've got some bit of time up our sleeve. Like, let's use a lot. We use a local artist then to kind of come and help us out and do a new piece. And I think and it kind of worked out better in the end. Like, we kind of got a better product and probably a little bit more what we, well, certainly what I had in mind anyway in terms of like the style. Um, so, yeah, it was a bit of a pain in the ass at the start, but I think in the end it really worked out well. Yeah, it looks dope, certainly. Um, but uh, of course, the main thing of the album is the music. So, um, what's what's different this time around? What's different uh, to colli- uh, to, to co- colliding skies? I'm 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 in Australian mood. I wanted to say Caligula's horse. You guys, of course, are different to Caligula's <laughs> horse. But what 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 was different this time around uh, um, compared to colliding skies? Both in terms of uh, yeah the songwriting and production um and also in terms of the outcome how it sounds well production wise it's pretty similar um we just sort of recorded it in various locations around town um and sent it off to to forrester several to mix um we did the last one i guess in terms of writing it was probably a little bit different in that we didn't really do the more sort of bandy type thing of, you know, all getting together in the jam room and, and kind of, uh, you know, jamming out ideas. Um, it was more kind of setting weekends aside for sort of a few of us to get together and just sort of sit at a computer and just kind of lay ideas down in that way. Um And I think probably, well, probably a few, quite a few songs actually were just kind of like someone would come up with pretty much a whole song um, at home and then you know, make a few tweaks here and there as a band. But, um, yeah, so it wasn't as much of that sort of organic song writing process that maybe most bands are used to, that we were certainly used to. It was a little bit different this time around, but um, I think it's kind of worked out pretty well. I mean, you know, everybody gets older and we can't, we don't all have the same amount of time to, you know, dedicate every Sunday afternoon kind of thing like we used to do to get together and jam it out. So we just sort of have to do it more in bursts. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it's kind of worked out. Yeah, it gave us more time to craft it because we were waiting on certain things to be finished and then the rest of us had more time to work on our own bits and think about, kind of how we wanted the songs to be sort of polished, I guess. So, yeah, in a way, giving giving yourself more time means you've got more time to sort of think about the end product as opposed to kind of rushing through recording and then being stuck with what you've recorded and not have the time to kind of go back and finesse. I think having that member change um, definitely uh, switched things up a bit as well. Jammering back, yeah. Yeah, yeah, when I came in, um, there were... I'd say probably half the songs to 75% of the songs were pretty much um, like fully fleshed out as to where they were going to be. Um, and then really it was just up to, you know, each individual to put our own, um, our own influence into um, the way that it was going to finish up. Um, but, yeah, I guess that, that would be a point of difference between um, Colliding Skies and Legacies is um, that – new blood, I guess, 
in there in the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, that new new set of influences, um, maybe you know, not being afraid to explore some um, some different themes that you know may have you know not really been on the table um, previously, uh, which I think has um, created like a pretty pretty well rounded and diverse record as well. You know, there's there's like a lot of different facets to this record. Um, it's probably heavier than the last uh, the last couple have been in places, but then there's also stuff on there that is um, definitely more vibey and, and, and more moody too. So, yeah, it's really um, kind of, yeah, it's like as diverse as you could get without trying to do that for the sake of it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like it still sounds like a coherent kind of record. Yeah. Um, you know, that I sort of look back on colliding skies and feel that there are sort of moments where it's like, you know, I mean, you know, it's cool and all, but there might be some songs that might be better suited to something else, you know, whereas I sort of think with this one... It's all chaos. Yeah, every, every song has its own place. Yeah. On, the, on the record. There's uh, no talk about cutting anything, put it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, it just tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a little bit of a hot take here for you guys. Um, I, I, I thought I would, I would uh, throw it at you at the very end of the, the show, but now we're talking about songwriting, and so I, 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 I want uh, to ask you guys, have you, have you made your peace uh, with the fact that you'll never write a hit single as perfect as One Door again. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Africa. <laughs> close, close <And> enough. <laughs> uh, well, we played that song so many times that we're all a bit sick of it, really. <laughs> Anything is uh, yeah, a welcome change. Yeah. I think there's a similar, a similar sound, though. That song the way that it sort of structurally builds itself up and kind of where it goes. I think a lot of the new album has that same type of feel. So I think hopefully people, if they like that song or they like certainly those moments on Human Connection, they'll actually, they should like the the, the whole record really because a, a lot of the songs have that same light and shade and the sort of big moments that come in and then flow out into kind of softer stuff. Like I think that's, the vibe across a lot of the songs. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Um, what uh, kind of st- stood out to me when I when I was looking at the new album and the songs that uh, I think um, generally you the songs are a bit shorter and more concise than they used to be. So um, I mean, on the Human Connection, you had the the big epic closer solastalgia and uh, also on colliding skies even though it's not that long of a songs it's like a very very moody closer with with nothing we depart or yeah the opening song landmines is also uh, over seven minutes long um, so when you wrote the songs for legacies did you um, yeah try to 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 go for a more concise direction songwriting wise or yeah did it just happen naturally <laughs> I think part of that comes with just maturing as songwriters I mean not to sort of rag on anything but like 
you know, songs that get up to sort of seven minutes sometimes maybe don't need to be that long, <laughs> you know, unless it's, you know, consciously written to be a long song, like some of them there were. But um, I think we've just sort of got a bit better at fitting everything that we want to fit into a song within the sort of five-minute time constraint rather than the six-and-a-half-minute yeah. time. I think the closer of Legacies uh, won't disappoint. Yeah. Um, it's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely got some uh, some vibes happening on that mm-hmm. one. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's definitely longer for a reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even though it just said, like, uh, as a hit single, One Door was kind of perfect to me. My two favorite Chaos Divine songs are, in fact, No Road Home, Solastalgia, and With Nothing We Depart So Far. I had uh, the chance to listen to the new album uh, for a couple of times until now, uh, but I still need a couple of more times to, you know, make make a final verdict, so to speak, and <laughs> to to get those vibes. But I I will listen now. Next time I listen to it, I will, um, yeah, uh, put put a little bit more focus, on, uh, especially on on stuff that you just said, like the vibes in uh, in the closer. And uh, closing song and stuff. So yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be cool to uh, yeah to 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 go further on the journey with legacies. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that actually very much. Thanks for giving it the time as well and the listens because um, like the best art, it's not stuff that you you just get straight away. You know, like not that there's anything wrong with you know listening to something and it grabbing you straight away. That's great, but You know, if you think of all of the albums that, you know, it's like the gift that keeps on giving every time you listen to it, you can pick something else out in there, like almost like an Easter egg that's kind of like hidden away. You know, um, that's that's kind of like what I love about Prog in general, and that's definitely what I love about this album, is mm-hmm. that it does just keep throwing up these little surprises with each listen. So, yeah, thank you for giving it the time to give uh, to, to listen Yeah, the album is ready now and is uh, out on uh, October 16th, same day as this episode drops. Um, of course, now is uh, not the best time to kind of go on tour to support the album. Did you ever think about pushing it back even further to be able to drop it around a time when touring will be possible again yeah i think um it's probably pluses and minuses of doing both and i think um because we've had the record almost ready to go for so long and obviously with covid happening it meant that we couldn't really tour straight away but i think we were all quite keen to give people a product that they could then like go away and listen to, soak up, you know, get excited about with the knowledge that, you know, when we can tour, we will be able to. So I think, you know, there, there isn't many bands doing a whole lot at the moment. And I think it gives you a little bit of a, a bit of a point of difference to be able to put a record out at the moment because you've got, you've kind of got a captive audience in a sense, you know, people are hungry for music. They're hungry because they can't see shows. So, you know, I think there's, potential for people to be quite interested in buying the record and supporting 
that way and, um, you know, knowing that these songs are coming live, you know, we will, we will be able to play all these songs live as soon as we can. So, yeah, I think it's just a kind of a choice, but, you know, there's no right or wrong answer, I don't think. I think um, when you don't have, like, a definitive time frame with COVID as well, you know, you, you can just say how long is a piece of string and that's when the album's going to come out, right? So if we did keep delaying it, you know, who, who knows, it could be 2022 before yeah. we're able to get, you know, properly back on the road again. So, you know, you, know you, can, you can sit on something for so long, but eventually you've got to release it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree with that, absolutely. So, you know, yeah. we've got plenty of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I actually uh, I re- just remembered what I what I wanted to say earlier, um, and that was when uh, you Tim said, uh, "Yeah, that's uh, always great if you have a like, especially in the prog world, that the, when you give uh, some stuff the time and that it doesn't hit immediately, and then you come to like it and really love it over time." Uh, it was actually the same with 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 you guys. I mean, I remember uh, seeing you at Proc Power Europe in two thousand nine, I think, the very first time. And back then, I was, um, yeah, I, I, I'll be honest, I was not ready for for this kind of yeah, this kind of heaviness and growls uh, personally. I think I, I've told this story on the broadcast a couple of times now, but. Yeah, 2016 was the the year where I finally embraced the extreme side of uh, prog metal, and um, that was also the second time you guys uh, were there. Uh, so, um, yeah, the first time where you were around, I just remember you, or um, I remember you more from partying with you than like your <laughs> show actually because I didn't know your music and it didn't speak to me that much that it like and and when you came back the second time um yeah it was the right time the second time around for for me personally um as as I was getting into the he- heavier stuff by then finally <laughs> After having Opeth as one of the very, very few growly bands I would listen to and really love. <laughs> we were probably a, it was a bit more refined by then. I would, I would say we, we would have toured on the first record and we would have toured the second round to Europe on like the third record on Gliding Skies. So you'd had all that time in between to really hone our skills and, and sort of yeah. create a create our, our sound to um, suck less yeah to suck well, less we're a different band <laughs> yeah. as well like I think when we when we first played at Punk Power we were a completely different band like we had hardly any touring experience yeah. we were playing vastly different songs um I think we we weren't really quite sure if we were heavy or prog or what what we actually were as a band and then um by the time we'd done those two records and then come back I think we'd had a lot more experience and we kind of, you know, we were a little bit more cohesive on stage and, yeah, I think we were just growing it a lot more as a band. Yeah, um, fingers crossed that this, uh, the live experience will be back at some point. I mean, it will, but uh, it's it's a matter of time and it's, well, it's unpredictable at this point still. Um, 
so we can't well, make you feel bad, but it sort of is for us. So if you want live music, then just come over here, quarantine for a couple of weeks, and then you can uh, catch some shows. Over here. Well, here in Germany, actually, it 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 has been pretty okay uh, the last uh, two months as well. And in, in August, I saw two two shows of local bands. One of them was including my producer Randy's band. This is not an elephant, and um, just. Last week I saw Ginger on Tuesday, and on Saturday I saw Long Distance Calling. So, um, they, of course, they were all socially distanced with masks and and seated. So once you're seated at your seat, you can take off your mask and drink your drink. Um, <laughs> but they all seated, are they? Excuse me. And so all the shows are seated, are they? Yes, in in Germany, yes. the 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 interesting thing about the the short ginger run that was, I think, four or five dates in Germany and one or two in Switzerland. In Switzerland, they actually didn't have any social distancing measures in place, and I also heard that ginger got some uh, backlash actually for playing these shows. Um, so it's kind of tricky these days still, but there's stuff happening. There's, there's things going ahead actually. And I was still fingers crossed in October, there's still Panzerballet and the Hirsch effect, uh, coming up those two definitely. Yes. Uh, so, but, but of course the, the, the biggest thing is, uh, that, that it's unpredictable for um, traveling and for like booking international bands. Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, even the avenues we would have, uh, you know, to come over and play the likes of Prog Power and Euroblast and other things. I mean, they've just rescheduled all their bands just from 2020 to 2021. So sort of, it's not even just a year delay for us. It's kind of even longer if we think about, all the booking agents and all the bands that are like, well, we've just pushed everything back a year. So, yeah. you know, it, it's harder. It's even harder when you've got to kind of have that lead time for you know, like a small Australian band like us to have a lead time of, you know, well over 12 months anyway um, to potentially then be looking at a, a whole nother delay. So I think we've just got to look for other avenues and hopefully, you know, when, when we can come over, um, there's, you know, something perhaps pops up that, you know, otherwise might have, not being there. Yeah, uh, I mean, mo most of the festival, not only Euroblast and Proc Power Europe, but also like Radar Festival and the UK Tech Fest, I think they're um, trying to keep as much of their 2020 lineup for 2021. Um, so, of course, For you guys, it's it will w would be hard to to get into any of these festivals for next year. So yeah, I, I absolutely see what 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 you're saying there. Um, also for for tours for like venue availability, <laughs> um, that alone is also um, because a lot of tours got pushed back and to next year. So next year's gonna be pretty clogged up, provided. All the stuff is gonna go forward. Mm. Yeah, there'll be a mad rush for uh, a for, for bands to to play. I think once the yeah once the travel opens up. 
Yeah, I just talked to Robin Stapps from the Ocean last week, and he said that their booking agent actually managed to pull off a 30 dates tour um, for January and have a backup plan of almost the same routing for June. So that's that's oh, quite. Wow. I, th I think that that's the booking agent you can hire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> that yeah. that is actually very impressive. Uh, all right, guys. I I think last time we talked, we didn't have this uh, funny little section in our show yet, but uh, now we do. Um, and it's it's always fun to fill up uh, our playlist that we. Um, compile to accompany this uh, episode. This little section is called What's in Your Walkman? So I want, want to ask you guys, what have you been listening to lately? What would you recommend? Any songs that uh, stood out for you in, in recent times? Could be both old or new, could be well-known or obscure, could be prog or not prog at all. Mm. Well, you said Walkman, so I was immediately thinking like Warren G and Nate Dog and that kind of thing, you know, when I used to actually own a Walkman. Um, what's lately? Ah, uh, um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to go with The Midnight. Uh, I was going to say that. Well, it's mine, so too bad. Um, yeah, I've been cranking The Midnight uh, ever since they probably – Two albums ago now, actually. So a couple of years, they man, they spit out an album every six months. It seems like, but they're like a kind of very like think of the Stranger Things soundtrack, yeah, uh, and then throw in a saxophone solo here or there, <laughs> and then uh, some really soothing kind of like flowy shirt type vocals. Um, flowy shirt, yeah, and then you've kind of got and you've kind of got the the vibe of the band, but it's just. <laughs> It's like 80s feel-good synth pop, really. That's about that's about the only way I can describe it. Nice. Yeah, I actually heard heard about them before. Do you have any favorite song? Um, the new track off the record, probably. I think it's Monsters. Is the, so the title track is probably the one I'd go with. Yeah, it's got a really cool kind of disco-y like beat, and then it's got this sort of down-tuned vocal hook that's, yeah, really cool. All right. Mike? Um, always been a pretty big fan of sort of Royal Blood and Nothing But Thieves over the last few years. Um, so I guess, yeah, Royal Blood's put out a new track recently, which is pretty cool, sort of in that, well, not the midnight vibe, but a bit more like rocky sort of with a bit of synth in there and stuff like that. It's kind of cool. Um, and you know, it's bass and drums, so I'll take it. <laughs> Guitarist works. <laughs> cool. Uh, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's that? You, you, you got yeah. any backup uh, uh, recommendation other than the Midnights, <laughs> Simon? Uh, I've given New Seps <clears throat> a couple of listens, which is pretty good. New Sepatura. Um, what, what, was yeah. that, what was that? I didn't get the name of the band. The new Sepultura record. Sepultura, all right. But I, I haven't really familiarized myself with it enough to, to uh, give you any specific songs. But um, yeah, first couple of listens, it's 
pretty cool. All for, right. me, it's, um, for me lately, it's um, Alpha Wolf from Melbourne, Australia, um, just released uh, their record, I think, last week. Um, that's got an absolute a couple of absolute bangers on it. Um, if I just you're heard into, that, actually. Yeah, yeah, if you're into that heavier kind of vibe, um, song Akudama, that's like my go-to at the moment, especially when you're in the gym. Um, aside from that, um, from, I think, 2019, Humanity's Last Breath, uh, released the album then. I pretty much had that on repeat. Um, Abyssal Mouth um, is probably a, my go-to for them. And um, I'm really late to the party with uh, Bring Me the Horizon, but um, they're like one of my favorite bands now. Yeah, right? Like, uh, I think um, <clears throat> I wrote them off when they first came out or whatever, just because I wasn't really into that sound. But as time's gone on, they've diversified like so much that it's like at a point where they're almost unrecognizable from who they were at the beginning, which I kind of love. <laughs> you know? and, I think they um, they're firmly tongue in cheek as well, um, and they're just kind of pointing the finger back at every like metal elitist that you know <laughs> just writes them off because now they sound like poppy or whatever. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think they're like really acutely aware of of what they're doing, which I think is both very smart and yeah, they write some like catchy yeah. tunes as well. So yeah, for them, you know, like Nihilist Blues. The song they did with Grimes, I think, yeah, really, really sums up what, what, I, what I love about that man at the moment. Yeah, I all, yeah. That, all cool, uh, cool recommendations. I actually, since uh, the last weeks, I've been uh, doing so many interviews kind of in advance uh, that uh, when we started this What's in Your Walkman section, I just would have one show every week to record so I would just go with what I've been listening to um, but now with recording three or four shows in one week I'm kind of yeah spread thin on that a, a little bit and <laughs> because I don't want to mention the same bands uh, all the time and so so I started actually to um, think of bands that would match the band I'm interviewing and um, what uh associations i get in my head and well there's been a german band that put out a new album two weeks ago i think uh and i also mentioned them in a, in another episode already they are uh also have a chaos in their name they're called chaos bay and their new album is called asylum and uh i want to put the songs amen and the very last track heaven uh, heavenly island on the playlist because it's just killer stuff and a and a very uh touching subject as well um and then um maybe you guys remember or the listeners uh, if you have listened to the episode with uh, the lads and exist immortal when i interviewed them i kind of put forward uh, uh, or proposed uh, um, a chaos, a divine exist immortal archetype pack touring package. Um, no. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm going to put uh, yeah, some ex- packages if you can. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> I will do my best. Exist immortal from their last EP, uh, Act One Rebirth, the last song, Old World. Uh, I'm going to put that in the playlist as well. And... Um, as my Facebook reminded me two years ago, we premiered the 
archetype single Rosetta at the Prox Space, and that's still such a killer song. Um, so these are my recommendations for the What's in Your Walkman section this time. Uh, last but not least, um, for this playlist as well, I always put together a kind of best off. And if we have the time, I really like uh, when the bands themselves or my guests uh, put together this um, best off of their own band. So, uh, are you prepared to give us uh, your favorite song from each Chaos Divine record? Or, or can you like agree on one song from every record? <laughs> um, I don't know if we could agree, but we should probably each give, give it a go. Uh, yeah. So, you want a, a one, one song on each record? Yes. Okay. Starting with Avalon? You can include Ratio if you want. I'd rather not. <laughs> <laughs> I feared you would say <laughs> but it, it no worries, it's gonna be reverse chronological order in the playlist. So I'm, I always start with the with the new singles, of course, and then work my way back chronologically. All right, so for the new album, um, I'm probably gonna have to go the song Guarding Gravity. Oh yeah. yes. Is that a, is that a consensus? Yeah. Is that a consensus? Yeah. yeah. So that's probably a song that we haven't. So we haven't, as we, as we've recorded this, we haven't released. But if it's coming out on the 16th, then you would have heard it this morning. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, with your breakfast, yeah. as you've opened up your new pre-ordered Chaos Divine vinyl and CD bundle, <laughs> you would have you would have popped it into your CD player because you still have one, yeah. and. Um, yeah, so track five, I think it's yeah. it is, Guarding Gravity. Yep. First track on side B, <laughs> if you have the vinyl, I reckon. And then uh, Colliding Skies. I don't know if someone else can take this one. Sim. I kind of like With Nothing We Depart as well. I I would never say no to that song. It's so beautiful. Like it's 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 it's, it, it, it's it not really... Um, it it doesn't uh, it's not really representative for the record at all, but no, it's it's, it's it it is my my definitely my favorite <laughs> Chaos Divine songs ever because it's so so emotional and uh, with a with a slight saxophone um, uh, King Crimson vi vibes. So we'll give that one to you. I yeah, that, 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 that can be the soft one. I think, yeah, I, I think that track squarely lasts on our playlist count of all songs. But you know, Basically, yeah, it's, it's good. <laughs> still good. Still good. Give it a go. Um, human connection. Um, Obviously, you'd, say you'd, one you'd door. like us to say one door, but I'm going to deviate from that. Yeah, I, pick pick another song. I think that that was played a lot already. Yeah. But, so I reckon the song on that record that we it's probably like stood up really well live for a long time so like invert evolution True. i would say it's also got the title in the lyrics mm. if that's a little bit of you know hidden easter egg there yeah but there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah yeah i'll go invert evolution it's probably the one we keep playing live the most because live it's quite sort of appealing i think for like 
getting the crowd going. It's yeah. technical. It's quite difficult to play. Um, yeah, I think it's, it's or something. Yeah, I think it sort of holds up, holds that record. Yeah. Other than one door. Other than one door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Avalon. Oh, what do we start with? That dumpster fire. <laughs> David wanted you to say Rapture, probably, but. <laughs> Rapture, yeah, 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 yep, Rapture. It's kind of got of an arch enemy kind of vibe to it. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, um, yeah, I was going to say contortion just because it's that. I don't know. I just a bit of background. I'm um, hanging out with these guys long before I was in the band, and I particularly remember around the time when Avalon came out. You guys were doing shows with other, you know, pretty big Aussie bands like Days <coughs> and Five Star Prison Cell and guys like that. And uh, that song was always the one that you guys would open with. So it's always like the first um, the first sound that hits your ears. So yeah, it kind of leaves that impression. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think can go with that one. All right, yeah, you've changed my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably um, Africa on the Africa single. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, 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 of course, I will include that. That's uh, no yeah, question. I didn't, I didn't bother going anywhere else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want one from Ratio, Obsidian Eyes. It's got to be Obsidian Eyes. Yeah, that, uh, everyone wants that. Yeah, so that bit, yeah. <laughs> that quiet bit, a quiet bit, and then the end. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. At both ends. Good. Then it's settled. <laughs> cool stuff that's gonna be an epic playlist with uh, a best of chaos divine opening and then you you the very diverse stuff that you proposed and then the future touring package including chaos bay exist immortal excuse me what was that i said just just put our stuff at the top of that playlist because if they hear our suggestions for what we propose is the um, you know off the wall Walkman tracks. <laughs> I think they'll turn off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no worries, I will do that. All right, guys, Good. it was a really fun chat. Great to um, yeah catch up with you guys. Super excited about the release of Legacies. I bet you guys are too. All the best with the record. Uh, say hi to Dave, your singer, when he comes back from tucking the kids in. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. not going back <laughs> <laughs> all right um talk soon to you guys thanks for being on the show thank uh thank you to our listeners for listening and as always take care of your loved ones take care of uh, yourselves and uh listen to great music the podcast is a production of stuas media and is presented by the Prague space It is produced by Randy M. Salo, Janine Stengel-Lewis, Blake Lewis, and Dario Albrecht. Our theme music is by This Is Not An Elephant, and Van Kirsch does our graphics. New episodes of the podcast drop every Monday and Thursday. And don't miss our Friday Top 5 episode where we discuss our favorite new releases from that week. For more interviews and reviews in the written form, check out theprogspace.com. <laughs>